Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Borman, and I'm the Divisional President for High Trust Coaching. Today, I have with me one of our certified High Trust Coaches, Wayne Angelo, who's going to be doing an interview with us today. So good morning, Mr. Wayne. Good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about the law of the hook, a captivated audience stays to the end. So Wayne and I are going to keep you so captivated that you are going to stay to the end of this broadcast. So to get it, to kick everything off, Wayne, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I've been in the mortgage business for about 35 years. Um, I had my own mortgage company from 2000 to about 2012. I lost my partner. And so we sold the company and I'm a branch manager. I'm an originating branch manager. Um, and I've just been doing this a long time, but I just enjoy it. I enjoy this business because you serve people. What we do impacts people's lives. And it's really important to remember that. Yeah, absolutely, Wayne. And, you know, I think that you're also one of our longest standing coaches for High Trust. Isn't that right, Wayne? It's been about three years now. Yeah, I think um, when, when I got the call, it was a very humbling moment, and I'm very appreciative of that. Yes, so I love, I love doing this. And it's very, very distinguished group of people that coach for high trust, and and uh, that's very, very true. And and when I say that they were, you know, everybody was handpicked by Todd Duncan, you know, that's true. At least, the, the, you know, the the in the beginning, it was yourself, Teresa Odette, you know, mm -hmm. and a few others that you know. Um, but you know, Wayne Todd will say now he said, "Well, actually, I picked the first few, hoping you picked the rest of them." So, but nothing happens without Todd. So it's excited, and I'm really, really very happy, you know, and excited to when I got to get to know you, Wayne. What an amazing coach you are, and how Thank embedded you. you are in everybody's success. So let's move on. So a captivated audience stays to the end. Wayne, in a nutshell, what does this law mean, and what does it speak to, and what would you say is you know is why it's important? You know, I think that most people in the mortgage business go out there and sell. Mm -hmm. They go out there and, and act like a vendor. Mm -hmm. I remember I went to a seminar one time and a guy wrote one word on the board. It was G-I-M-M-E-A-L-O-A-N, which means give me a loan. He said, if every time you go out, you ask my give me a loan, you'll get a loan. But I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm not going to build a relationship that way. Mm -hmm. So the law of the hook, it really goes back to the chapter of how do you build the business? How do you build your business? How do you get people captivated? And it really comes down to, and I love the book on the, and it comes down to the, the four steps of the pyramid hope when it comes right down to it. Yeah. Adding value first. Uh, too many people go out there and try and get business, but don't add value. Mm -hmm. Second leg of that is the high trust interview. You know, it's really a different approach um, to interview people than sell to people. So when, when I started, you know, looking at the word interview, I looked it up and it means to gather data. Mm -hmm. So you add value to the people you have targeted that you want to do business with. Mm -hmm. You then interview them to learn about them to see if you even want to do business with them. Yes. So if it's a right, right partner for you, mm -hmm. that's kind of the hooky part where you get to know them. And, and, and the hard part is you have to listen, you know, and I think salespeople talk too much and don't listen enough many times. Mm -hmm. The third part of the law of the hook is to uh, bring back solutions. Uh, I think the hardest part, though, hope, is that when people sit down for the interview part, they all only want to add solutions. 
Yes. And they don't really ask questions. And once you've done those three steps where you, you target who you want to do business with, you're not value, mm -hmm. you interview the person, you come back with viable partner solutions. Those are you partnering with these people or are you vendoring with these people? <laughs> huge difference. So then you go back Wonderful and there. part. And then when you're done, those three steps, you ask for business versus the, the one guy said, every time you meet a realtor, ask for business. We well, haven't earned that right. Um, hope you just haven't. Oh. And so that's kind of what the law of the hook talks about is how do you get people to partner with you? How do you become mm -hmm. a trusted partner, not a vendor? Mm -hmm. You know, at high trust coaching, you know, as you know, as, and, and as an originating manager, Wayne, you know, we're in a fire hose, you know, business have been, you know, for several months or actually the entire year, we don't see, you know, an end coming anytime soon. So it probably will, you know, continue throughout the, at the end of the year. Um, one of the things that we teach at High Trust Coaching is how to be leveraging this relationship and asking the questions when, you know, even in a refinance, can you talk to us a little bit about how you're coaching to that as well? You know, it's the law of the, of the you know, using this circle of influence. Mm -hmm. Every time that you are, you know, I, I try and teach people and help people understand what's the best way to find your, your partners, what's mm -hmm. the transaction. So it, the listing agent is very valuable to the transaction, very valuable component. And the thing I, I really look for when I'm working in the business is when I'm interviewing or dealing with somebody, it's a, it's a two way street. Do I want to do business with them? Is the first question I ask them. Yes. And I hate to tell this story, but I sat with a realtor one time and he looked at me and he says, Wayne, I'd be love to do business with you. I use Jane Doe at ABC title because every once in a while she hands me an envelope full of cash. He literally said that to me. And I'm like, all right. I said, I'm not your guy. Yeah. I knew really quickly that I was done. That conversation was over and I was never going to do business with this individual. Mm -hmm. So what it comes down to is the interview part is getting to know them, you know, getting to understand if this is the right partner for you. Mm -hmm. But during the process, like right now we are slammed. And I'm not taking refinances except from people that I know, yes. people I've done business with, or their direct referrals from my database. Right. But I'm not taking phone calls. But during the process of, of doing a mortgage, I mean, we can go out to real estate offices all day, walk in the door and hope to meet people, mm -hmm. you know, drop off flyers back in the old days, you know, do stuff. But what's the best way to meet people? The best way is through the transaction. Mm -hmm. So, for example, my, I'm working on a case for a self-employed borrower. I, he needs to get me tax returns. He said, I'll call my accountant and have my accountant send him to you. I said, how about if you let me call your accountant for you? And, and I'll call your accountant. And through the process of that with the accountant, we'll have a quick discussion of, hey, you know, Jim, I need to get this stuff from Mr. Smith. Mm -hmm. Here's why I need it. And so we can deliver a great experience for them. Mm -hmm. But if I let the client call the, uh, the accountant, I'll never meet them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the listing agent is so vital to building your business because during the process, call the listing agent right out of the gate, introduce yourself, weekly update calls, getting to know them, but really getting to look at them and say, is this somebody that I might want to do business with? And, and if it is, and you deliver an amazing customer experience to the listing agent, closes perfectly, I think you've earned the right to ask for an interview. You've earned the right to say, hey, yeah. great time. I love okay. working with you. I'd like to get to yeah. know you better. Yeah, exactly. We kind of lost video for a second. I apologize. Okay. Um, so it, it is, it's very, very true. And I think that you know, it's one of the conversations that I have a lot right now with our coaching members. And, and as a producing manager, you know, are you, you know, 
are you, are we having a conversation around those clients that are calling in for a refinance? Are we doing some level of, a, of an annual review? Are we asking them what's important to you about this mortgage financing and maybe going a couple levels deep on that conversation and most, you know, and not most importantly, but third and most important is asking them, do you know of someone else that would appreciate my level of service? Now I've been talking to all of our master level people and they're telling us, hope I can't take on any more business earlier. You and I were having that conversation as well with regard that if they're not, uh, if they're not a past client, that I've already committed to um, in providing service and or referred by a client, I, I'm, I, I have to turn that business away. I do. You know, so when I look back, what does that sound like, Wayne? Well, I'm unlucky, not lucky, but it's a business by design. Um, my mm-hmm. database of closed loan customers in my career is 1,500 people. And I stay mm-hmm. in touch with them. Um, I send them a, a very personal letter twice a year talking about my family and things that are going on and, What's going on in our world and i you know i do silly things like that really but i send them a very personal letter two pages talking about me my life my family a little bit about business but most not much and i don't want those people going anywhere else they're my they're my bird dogs so to speak they're the one that are pointing out business to me so Mm -hmm. they're important and fortunately through the years of building my business i don't need as many realtors in my world because i have the client database uh, and I really only pick a handful of realtors that want to do business the way that, that we want to do it together through an amazing client experience, which is the most important component of the process. But every once in a while, when I'm calling those listing agents, I'll find somebody that I'm like, I really like this person. There's something about this character, their character. There's something about who they are. They might be a reasonable person I want to partner with because I don't want a ton of realtors. I only want a handful of like-minded people that are focused on the customer experience. You know, I mean, rates are rates. I remember years ago, somebody, I think it's Todd said, if you're gonna sell rate, get up in the morning, call everybody in town, check mm-hmm. their rates. If you're not the lowest rate, just go back to bed. Mm-hmm. So it's really about getting to know people and that's the law of the hook. But the hook happens mm-hmm. kind of both ways, if you think about it. The, the hook happens from people that say, you know what, I like the way Wayne did business. And I'm saying, mm-hmm. I like the way he did or she did business. This might mm-hmm. be somebody that over time I'd like to put in my in my book of people I want to be with. It's somebody I want to have a relationship with, so to speak, mm-hmm. not just get loans as a vendor. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And what a wonderful way to do business. What a wonderful way to do business, to be working with people. And I know this, what we teach and mentor at High Trust Coaching is to be working with the clients that you want to be working with, to be working with having referral partners that you really love working with. Um, And as you said a minute ago, having only a handful, because so much of your business, because you are leveraging and investing yourself in those relationships with your clients, that you don't need, you know, you really, you really don't need, you know, 20 or 30 referral agents or realtors. You have the ones that you love working with, that love working with you, um, and that between the two of you create an amazing experience for the client that you're working with. Would that be true? You know, more, more so than, than I can even imagine. I mean, I don't want 20 or 30 realtors, to be honest with you. I want, you know, maybe mm-hmm. 10 realtors that are, we work together really well. And people that I can deliver an amazing uh-huh. experience with. But if, if I bring on too many people and if I don't like the way they do business, it impacts the way that I deliver the customer experience. It actually mm-hmm. can diminish my brand. 
if I work with mm -hmm. realtors that aren't high integrity, that aren't high experience, mm -hmm. that that affects the reputation in marketplace. You know, it's right. so yeah, I totally agree. Um, if you have ten strong realtors, and if you, if you have more, that's great. Then you need bigger teams, etc. But if you have mm -hmm. ten strong realtors giving you two, three loans a month, uh, you have a very, very strong, strong yes. business. Absolutely. Um, and then actually the way Todd teaches over time, the ones that aren't the real good ones, uh, you can maybe let some of them go. Mm -hmm. And over time, find the ones through the transaction that you really communicate with well, that have the same mindset, add mm -hmm. amazing, and maybe diminish not so amazing. You know, maybe take somebody who's not doing business very well, or they don't really care about the client. They're strictly transactional. And over mm -hmm. time, move toward a stronger relationship-based business. And you'll be a lot mm -hmm. happier in this business. I can tell you that. Um, oh my goodness, yes. Yes, that's so true, Wayne. Um, so what would you say um, are key, some key challenges that um, our coaching members and most originators kind of fall into, Wayne, that we, should, we can speak to right now? That's a great question, Hope. Um, stop selling. Yeah. You know, truthfully, you know, I never, you know, when you go out to an, when you go out to an interview with a realtor and he goes, what products do you have? And I love to go through this scripting with, with my coaching members. Tell me what products you have, Wayne. And when I do this script with my coaching members, they start spewing products like right away. I'm like, hold on a minute. We all go to the same well for our product pretty much. There's nobody that has anything that that's, that's that much amazing, maybe a portfolio product. But if somebody says to me, what products do you have? You know, my answer is going to be, that's a really good question. What products do you need in your practice? What products do you specialize in? Or, you know, what are you looking for? Yes. Or somebody says, tell me about your rates. And I love Todd's canned response to this. It's a great one. Rates are very, very important. But before we get to that, I let's know this. Or let's <laughs> talk about what the components are that make up rate or so many factors of it. But the hardest part, I think, for, for mortgage originators is to stop selling an interview. And I tell my coaching members that on their computer, put interview, interview, interview. Mm -hmm. You know, the other thing in these crazy, busy times right now, when we when we don't have time, I mean, it's nuts. I mean, my team is stressed. We're doing more volume than we've done in a long time, which we like. But but at the end of the day, you know, it's really about delivery. It's about service. Mm -hmm. Let's stop selling. Ask mm -hmm. questions. Listen, especially in the interview part, because during the interview part, you'll learn so much about these referral partners, these referral partners. And when you learn about the product that they need, you know, they need Jumbo, do they need Gubby, what do they do, what's their mix, how do they do business? Stop answering questions that aren't, like, here's, here's a silly example. My wife will say to me, what are you doing Friday night? That's not the true question, Hope. The true <laughs> question is me and, me and uh, Kathy want to go to the symphony Friday night. Are you okay with that? But she always starts with, what are you doing? Do you have any plans for Friday night? And I know what they're real. After 35 years of marriage, I know what she's really going to ask me. But when you listen to people, when you're, when you're out doing your high trust interview, the question they're asking you is probably not the real question. Mm -hmm. It's probably a lead into the real question. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so stop selling. Ask questions. Listen to what somebody says to you when they say, what product do you offer? What are they really asking? I don't think we know that, that answer. And every loan officer that is not in the high trust ecosystem goes after and says, oh, we have this and we have that. And we deliver. My CEO said to me one time, and I love this, he goes, don't ever sell closing loans on time. That's a minimal barrier to being a good loan officer. That's a minimal expectation. Like when somebody says, if I have good credit, do I get a better rate? No. 
You have worse rate, you get a worse rate, but good right. credit is expected. So when you're out there talking to people, try and figure out what they're really asking you with questions like, can you tell me more about that? Um, have you tried to solve this problem before? What's your biggest challenge? How can I help you fix it? And then the next part, hope and hard part for loan officers is shut up. Listen, yeah. literally listen. listen to what, and then you will gather so much data from people that help you target if you want to do business with them or not, which is a big, big part. It's not doing business with everybody. If you want mm -hmm. to do business with them and what are they really looking for in their mortgage partner? Does that make sense, Hope? It absolutely does. And, and can you just roll back, you know, a, a couple of lines? What were those three questions again? Those are beautiful questions. I actually have them written down. Oh, yay. The questions I like to ask are, could you tell me more about that? How long has this been a problem for you? Have you ever tried to solve it before? And what have you done to try and fix it? I like this one too. <laughs> has it ever cost you any money? Um, wow. And ask people questions like that. And then of course, Todd's question, which I love is, what's your biggest challenge? And I yes. can help you fix it. Yes. Because yes. If, if you don't listen, uh, this is like the law of the iceberg. If all mm -hmm. you have is the tip of the iceberg and you don't get below the iceberg, and get to know the person, to mm -hmm. know it's a like mindset. Mm -hmm. Guys, in this business, you don't need everybody. And it's, it, I remember when I started in this business, it was Ray Cheats and Donuts. You know, and mm -hmm. then I went to Todd's seminar, I guess it's 20, I've known Todd 25 years. Mm -hmm. I learned the law of reciprocity, give. So what I would do is I'd go find articles of interest mm -hmm. that were interesting to realtors or referral partners and I would deliver information. I would just be the, just keep giving and giving and giving information. And my name on it said, courtesy of Wayne Angelo. That's all I said. And I would go in and I'd give information. And, I, and then I'd bump into somebody I didn't know. See, how do I know your name? Oh, you're the guy with all that information. You know, the law of reciprocity in life. If you give, you get back tenfold what you give. So instead of, you know, going to being transactional, be a giver. Be yes. Help yes. people understand how to get through things. It's not the what that matters, Hope. And you and I both know this. It's never the yes. what that matters. It's the why. It's Even the in why. the transaction with the client, I need this and here's the reason why. Mm -hmm. Mr. Realtor, I need this and here's the reason why. If, mm -hmm. you, if you take, you know, I love it when Todd said this, and this is so true. You have to slow down and go fast. Slow yes. down. Be thorough. Especially now, guys, if you're writing loans, just a suggestion, anybody writing loans right now, take an extra five minutes on every loan. Just take, just stop. You're getting ready to submit a loan, take five minutes. Make sure you're presenting a beautiful picture. Slow down to go fast. The same with the high trust interview process. Yes. Think about that. Add value, interview, solution to ask for business. That's a four-step process and it takes a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. it, it takes it longer than, hey, give me a loan, which takes like mm -hmm. a second and it's useless. Slow down to go fast. Stop selling. Listen. Listen to what they're saying. Try and find out what the core question really is. Ask what question. is the honest question they're asking you? Get to the core of it and then bring back the solution. Does that make sense, Hope? Absolutely, it does. And I would imagine, Wayne, you know, that if you're spending, let's say, five, 10 minutes with every client that you're talking to today in today's environment, um, you're on the phone with them anyway. You're having that conversation anyway. 
So why would we not make that conversation the most important conversation of the day? And, um, and I would imagine it would probably mitigate, you know, fallout. People not, you know, providing, you know, documentation in a, in a, in a timely manner and or, and or, you know, just, you know, not responding or, and or, draw, you know, canceling their loan. So I would imagine that's taking that five or 10 minutes extra time at the, at the, at the consultation piece of the conversation is probably going to eliminate and or at least in, in, in a minimum minu minimize um, the fallout on your on your pipeline. Hope, you know, the sad part is most people don't even know what their fallout is. That's really? why metrics are so important in, in, in the high touch coaching world is, yes. are you following up? I, I'm, I was coaching a young man who said, I haven't called my customers in like two years. So I feel really bad to try and call them and wish them happy birthday when I've never done it before. And he was uncomfortable doing it, just very uncomfortable because mm -hmm. remember, if you don't remember them, they're not going to remember you. If you don't remember them, they won't remember you. So I right? said, look, if you're uncomfortable. Here's what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. Do some videos. Hold up your smartphone and do videos. Sure. You sent 37 videos that morning yeah. and got 33 responses. Yes. People he hadn't talked to. And, and he had a script. It's like. Jim, I haven't talked to you for a while, and I apologize for that, but I know today's your birthday. I was just thinking about that. I want to wish you a happy birthday, and I'll tell you a story, Hope. On Facebook, I get hundreds and hundreds of birthday wishes about my birthday every year. I'm going to use the guy's name every year, Dan Berger. He's a commercial realtor. Every year, Dan Berger calls me on my birthday and says, Wayne, happy birthday. This year, he called me on my birthday because his wife and my wife go to church. He goes, hey, Wayne, what's your wife's phone number? I want to call and wish your wife. A happy birthday. I remember one birthday wish on my birthday. Well, two, my wife, of course. But I remember, you know, that one from Dan Berger on every year. And I tell this story. How do you connect with people? And if you don't have time in the world today to go out and make all the calls you want to make, but but what's the biggest ROI in the mortgage business? The biggest mm -hmm. return on investment is converting pre-qualified borrowers to buyers. So you bring them in, you spend a half an hour, you do the mortgage strategy, you get them all set up. You move on, you forget about them. Then you find out they went somewhere else because you forgot about them. So the mm -hmm. biggest ROI is staying on top of the people that have been courteous enough to give you an opportunity to be considered as their mortgage loan service provider. They mm -hmm. want you to serve them. They want you to stay in touch with them. And if you don't have the time, then block out one hour a week, block out 20 minutes a day, and do videos. Hey, Jim, just thinking about you. To your four partners, it's a video world right now. And if you're not mm -hmm. doing videos, you're missing great opportunities. So hold your phone up, personalize it, boilerplate. No, I don't like, I, I like bomb bomb to a speak to, a, I mean, to a degree, but bomb bomb mm -hmm. is not personal. Mm -hmm. If you get a, a, a video from me, home says, hope I want to wish you a happy birthday. It's from me to you. The impact mm -hmm. of that is amazing. Mm -hmm. But people don't take the time to serve mm -hmm. the people that have hired us to serve them. Yes. And I'm, I hope, does that make sense? Hope, do, do, does that make sense where I'm coming? It, it, absolutely, it absolutely does. And, you know, I think a lot of the conversations we're having today with our coaching members is managing time. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to shift, shift, our, shift our conversation for just a minute to time management, because the very first thing out of our coaching members' mouths is, I'm so busy. I'm too busy. And um, so how is, you know, I mean, I, I know we spend a lot of time on time management. We spend a lot of time on one timing. 
auto replies on emails, you know, really kind of man running your business instead of having your business run you. Sure. So talk to me a little bit about how we're how you how you are coaching our coaching members um, on time management in today's environment. I trust selling page one of seven. All right. Okay. Time blocking is not trying not to waste time. Time blocking is not a rigid declaration. Time blocking is not yellow post-its notes. It's not a to-do list. It's not a quick fix. It is scheduling your priorities rather than prioritizing your schedule. Yes. Right? Preferring, predefining your green activities that are necessary for your business to excel. Green activities. And the best green activity is interpersonal communication between people. Yes. Incorporating yes. green blocks of time into a daily schedule that helps you maintain a sense of predictability and certainty. An efficient way for your clients and team to remain apprised of your activities without you having to return calls and emails. So time block. We're mm -hmm. slammed. Anybody in this business, it's a love-hate right now. I play golf, and I've often said, I love golf. I hate golf. I love golf. I hate golf. <laughs> the mortgage business. I love the mortgage business, but I hate the mortgage business. I love the mortgage business. I hate the mortgage business. <laughs> at the end of the day, the behaviors. Do you even have a priority list of the behaviors in your life? Like Tuesday night is date night with my wife. Done. Mm -hmm. That's a behavior. And without permission from her for something urgent, it's a date. It's done. It's the way it is. No mm -hmm. exceptions. So do you even have a priority list of things that matter to you? Or are you just getting up every morning and figuring how you're going to get through the day? So mm -hmm. the things that matter, staying in touch with your customers, mm -hmm. making those phone calls to the, the people and looking at homes, staying in touch with them. Right. We've all lost deals by not doing that. Every one mm -hmm. of us. Mm -hmm. Referral partners. Are you calling them on Fridays and saying, hey, Jim, you know, you're probably going to show some homes this weekend. Do you need anything in preparation of this weekend for homes you're showing so that if you're ready, you can deliver the better customer experience to them by being prepared ahead of time? Yeah. Staying in touch with people, prioritizing. But I can tell you, I hope one of the first things I do in a new coaching environment with people is, first of all, building a priority list of, of mm -hmm. absolutes. Things that you will do and you must do, but you have to start by knowing what they look like. And, you right. know, I had a guy who hadn't taken vacation for years. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but he said, mm -hmm. look, you haven't had vacation with your family for years. You're making a lot of money. What should I do? I said, take five days off. Take Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, money. Go away. And he did it. Matter of fact, he took a friend of his that couldn't afford to go. He hadn't seen in 10 years, paid his way, and they rented a house. He came back Tuesday and said, Wayne, that was amazing. Oh, by the way, while I was away relaxing, I came up with these following ideas. What do you think of them? Because when you step away, it's like I like to jump on my Harley and go for a ride. When I go for a ride on my motorcycle, I come up with some of the best ideas because they turn out the rest of the world. I tune it off. My wife and I took a weekend at a spa given me by my team. And my mm -hmm. cell phone, I left a message and I said, my wife and I are taking a disconnect weekend. Here's my mom's number. If it's urgent, she knows how to reach us. And, you know, come Monday morning, I had so many people say, Wayne, that's amazing. We're going to do that. I didn't mm -hmm. lose a piece of business because I focused on what matters to me. Right. But, oh, you know the old rule. Relationships are like bank accounts. If you don't <laughs> deposit more than you withdraw, you withdraw more than you deposit, you go bankrupt. That's right. That's so very, you're very true. Yourself, are you building your relationships by investing in them? And the relationships that matter most are your family. Uh, one thing about I trust hope, it's not about how much more money you can make. That's a big part of it, of course. How much can you make? Mm -hmm. But how can you make it and still have a life? Mm -hmm. How can you work less and earn more? 
How right. can you serve the people better? How can you create an experience where people say, I want to do business with that guy? Not, I, you know, I want to. I like the way they do business. How are you? Are you transactional or are you relational? And that's the, one of the biggest things I've learned in high trust. Are you transactional or are you relational? Does that make right. sense? Absolutely. And, you know, um, you know, one of the things that obviously that is cornerstone to what we coach to and cornerstone to high trust selling is building a business that is sustainable and scalable. So right. that, you know, so that those are the two key words. And that's one of the things we want to, you know, maintain focus on in everything that we do, all of our activities throughout the day. Is it sustainable? Is it I've created around myself sustainable? And, and is it scalable? You know, and that's what we need to be thinking about, you know, as we continue to move through forward through this year and building our teams, building our support teams, our, you know, our operations, um, our relationships, our marketing, all of those things, you know, as we need to be stay focused on those things so that we're just not in the weeds all the time. Um, so, Wayne, I'm going to shift a little bit. So you are a seasoned professional, as we talked about earlier. You are truly a master of the high trust coaching of the high trust business philosophies and methodologies. You've been a coach with us. One of our, one of our longest standing coaches. Talk to me a little bit about coaching. Why, why did you, why did you decide to become a coach? How has it impacted you and your business? Um, and just talk to us a little bit about what it's like for you to be a coach. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I was out with my wife when I were at a concert and I said to her, it was a, it was a, I forget, it was a musical. And I said, Everyone on that stage has coaches. She goes, how do you know? I said, anybody at that level has coaches. Tiger Woods has many coaches. Everybody that's anything has coaches. Every musician, every great artist, every great guitar player, every one of these people has coaches at that level. You want to perform at a high level. Coaching is very, very important. You know what's really interesting? And I've been blessed that I volunteer a lot of time. I'm a junior achievement classroom volunteer. We're teaching at the Board of Realtors for 25 years. To prepare to teach. You learn so much. It's insane. So what yes. have I learned? I've learned a lot from the people that I that I get to work with, too. I get mm -hmm. great ideas from the people that are that are kind enough to let me serve them. So yes. coaching is huge. It's it's open. It's taught me a lot. It's opened my eyes. It's, it's helped me look around. I mean, right now in this crazy world we're in, if you don't remember your teams right now, you don't buy lunch for them. You don't say thank you. You don't treat them well. You don't do little things all the time. So coaching mm -hmm. is not about me. It's about them. It's yes. about listening to them. And coaching has given me so much insight and so much education and reading books and studying and, you know, to prepare. It's just amazing. So again, you know, truthfully, I'm not doing coaching for money because my mortgage practice is strong. I'm doing it because I love it. And I learned yeah. from it. And I've been drinking, I've been drinking the Todd Kool-Aid, so to speak, for <laughs> five years. And it's great stuff. And it's, it's amazingly insightful. And, and right. if you're not working exactly. on yourself, what are you working on? Yeah, absolutely, Wayne. I can't agree with you more. And, you know, obviously we're very, very grateful to you um, as a high trust coach. And, you know, I am in the process right now. We are bringing on a minimum of 10 new coaches and getting ready for sales mastery that's coming up. Um, if you haven't already registered, please be sure that you do. And, um, you know, so I'm looking for, I'm looking for new coaches and I need right now, we're kind of, we want to gear up for about 10 coaches. Certifications will start in August. And so right now, if you are interested to find out if, you know, find out if you 
qualified to be a high trust coach, I would love to hear from you. Um, I already have six candidates that have reached out to me. So please do send an email to hope.borman at hightrustcoaching.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And we're coming up to the end of our time. Thank you all for joining us today. Thank you, Mr. Wayne. It's been a joy to spend time with you and have an amazing week. It's humbling to be a coach. It really is. It's amazing. I love it. Um, I love Todd. I love Deb. I love the team. Coaching is mandatory if you want to run your business and not have your business run you into the ground right now, actually. My pleasure, Hope. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. This is Todd Duncan. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Did you know that Elon Musk has a brain coach? If a billionaire entrepreneur who's redefining the automobile and space travel industries has a coach, I think everybody needs a coach to become the best version of themselves. You may not have dreams of launching a rocket into space, but if you want to take your business and your life to the next level in less time with less stress, I encourage you to schedule a free coaching call with one of our certified coach consultants today. It's absolutely free, and I believe it's the opportunity you need to have your best life ever. Visit HighTrustCoaching.com or click the link in the show notes below to schedule today.